Winning Retirement Radio. Don't forget to subscribe so you are alerted when new episodes come out. I'm Kristen Charles alongside Greg and Kristen Taylor of LegacyRetirementGroup.com. And that is where you can go to interact with us here on the podcast, find some complimentary resources. But stay with us because on this episode, Greg and Kristen are going to talk about the market dips and spikes that we've been seeing happen for various reasons and find out how often we should be following up on all of that when it comes to our own retirement and explain the interesting retirement debate the French are battling and why some of you could possibly relate to what the French public is going through. All that and more coming up. There's a lot of news about inflation, and I don't know that we're specifically going to address that today. Maybe we will. We'll see what strikes our fancy. But something I wanted to bring up is inflation is affecting the post office yet again. I ran down to mail a couple packages the other day. The first class forever stamp price has gone from 60 cents to 63 cents. Officials say customers can expect price adjustments twice a year moving forward. I'm frankly freaking frugal. It's just everything going up is getting on my nerves. I feel like I'm like a little old lady these days, you know? Yeah, I mean, I remember it was about 15 years ago, you know, they came out with the forever stamp and it was around, I feel like I just bought a ton of them around that time because I thought, oh, this is a great yeah. deal, you know. I mean, hindsight, you know, a 54% increase. I wish I would have bought more back then. <laughs> but I don't know because the money would have been sitting all that time. So True. who knows? But of course, they were trying to drum up lots of revenue at one time. And that was the point of the forever stamp. Hmm. And, you know, I don't know if it panned out or not, but I will say the last couple of times I've been in the post office before this increase happened, there were a lot of people buying stacks of them. I think one guy in front of me bought 100 and it may have brought more uh, revenue in. And maybe that was the reason for the increase. Who knew that stamps could be such a sticky situation? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> However, when was the last time you had to lick a stamp? That's true. I don't remember the last time you had to. I am glad that's over with. Did you ever have a grandparent that collected the green stamps? My dad did. My dad collected. So here in in Ohio, uh, growing up at Kroger, Mm -hmm. you know, you would fill up this little sheet with green stamps. If you got so many of those sheets filled out, you'd get like a floral bowl or (laughs) whatever, you know, some piece of china or or something, you know, but it was... Oh, that's not what my dad did. He did some kind of stamp collection. Well, but there was different different things you could collect. There was all kinds of prizes to be had. I think my grandmother got an encyclopedia set one time that way. Yes, (laughs) yes. And you used to be able to, certain movie theaters when I was a kid, be able to do greenbacks. That was back when we went to the Piggly Wiggly down south. So I don't... Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Things have changed... Now we got to pay all this money and nobody even takes cash anymore. So that's the kind of stuff we talk about here on this show. Things you can relate to as someone who is grown. You're near retirement. You're already there. And you do have questions about also your retirement accounts, your 401ks, IRAs, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Maybe it's an annuity, maybe a pension. For instance, guys, the stock market has, I mean, thankfully, seen a few decent days recently. But at the end of the year, the International Monetary Fund projected that global growth will fall to 2.7% in 2023. They also said, except for the global financial crisis and the worst stage of the pandemic, 
That 2.7% means this year could be the weakest year for the world economy since 2001. So yeah, I'm thankful for the decent days recently, but is it time to batten down the hatches? Well, it is the season, right? It's earnings season, and they've been mm-hmm. reporting companies from the S&P 500 have been reporting their earnings, and, and other companies have been reporting their earnings. And 67% so far have exceeded expectation, but that's down a bit from the normal, which is about 73% of the companies. And the, the Congressional Budget Office has a few concerns. Well, they should have a lot of concerns there. <laughs> <laughs> they're really thinking about seriously. it. Oh, man. But uh, some of the concerns they're, they're talking about is the, the inflation, obviously, which has given the average American less purchasing power. Mm-hmm. That's really the, the, the crisis to me is what the government's done in all this and how that impacts, you know, our everyday lives. You know, just going to the grocery store and, you know, the common complaint lately has been about eggs. No kidding. Oh, man, last Sunday uh, we were taking our youngest son, Jaden, up to a birthday party up at Polaris area. And we called my mom and she's like, can you stop by later and bring me some groceries? I said, Mm -hmm. well, what do you need, mom? She said, well, I need some milk and I need some eggs. And uh, some cereal. She likes this special K that's vanilla mm. almond Ooh, cereal. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so she really likes that. And then there was one, oh, bottled water. Mm-hmm. So she wanted all those things. And so when I went to look at the eggs, I mean, the eggs she likes were seven ninety nine. Well, that's why she put them on our list. <laughs> I mean, don't you Smart get lady. her? Uh, well, I, and that's what's, it's always funny to me when Greg goes into the store because typically, you know, in our household, that's my role. I mm-hmm. do the grocery shopping. So when he goes, you know, it's funny to see what he picks up. You know, he gets all the random. Mm-hmm. He's like a kid going to the store, really. He gets all the <laughs> random things that weren't on the list. And just to hear him get fired up about prices that he actually gets to see when he goes in is is interesting. Yeah, it is. And, you know, growth... We're talking about growth here. Growth for the year is expected to be lower. I think at least for the first half, maybe the first three quarters of this year, before perhaps we start to see some tailwinds getting behind us. But how does this impact our portfolios when you think about it and how much we're affected by it really depends a lot on where we are in life. You know, are we just accumulating? If you're in the accumulation phase, then this may be a great time to just try to find some extra money to put in the market at a low place, you know, and that's not saying that the market can't fluctuate down some because we know one thing about the market, it's going to go up and it's going to go down. But Right. It's tied to economic conditions. I mean, yeah. the writing's on the wall really with companies with some of the layoffs happening. I think we're going to yeah. talk about later in the show, Ooh, but yes. knowing that companies outlook, the operating expenses are outpacing the revenues that they're projecting. That's a concern. And that's something that you need to consider as you're looking at Uh, what companies you're investing in. Well, that's true. And imagine that going back down to the household level, you know, the income we need is being, is really outpacing what we're earning in our investments. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, just last week I met with a couple for the third time and they've been retired for five years. Okay. So they retired, you know, back in 2018 and they had experienced the run-up of 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and they're retiring in 18. And what they told me was, you know, by the time we retired, we had totally forgot what we went through back in 2008. Mm -hmm. 
and we retired with confidence and, you know, we just kept doing the same things we were always doing. And we felt like, well, if it isn't broke, why worry about fixing it? Right. Which kind of makes sense. But then they went through the pandemic and in all the ups and downs of the market. And they finally reached out several months ago to us for the first time and said, look, we just need to meet because what we're doing right now isn't working. It worked all those years that we were in the workforce, but now we're realizing that we need to do something different hmm. now that we're retired. And so we went through the whole gamut and we went through their investment strategy and we were able to discover there was some deficiencies there and we were able to put them into a program that could give them more efficiency. And then we created an income plan that could give them confidence that they'd have enough income to live throughout their retirement. And of course, we wanted that sleep well at night money there as well. And so all that was a part of the plan. But the key thing in all this was that they realized finally that retirement is a fundamental shift and they needed to do something different. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot to come to that realization because we've saved and invested and we've done all those right things, right? Oh, wait, there's more to it than that. <laughs> there's actual planning that we need. Take advantage of some of the complimentary resources Greg and Kristen have put together, like that My Retirement Kit at LegacyRetirementGroup.com. You can also get to know them better. Hey, a fun fact about me, your friendly co-host, guys. I took French in high school, but I barely can say anything in French anymore. <laughs> I didn't know you took French. I did. Parlez We've never français? talked about that. Yeah. Oui, Je m'appelle oui. Kristen. Yeah, Jean Paul Kristen A2. That's about all we got, right? Oh, something about being cold? Il fait chaud. See, oh man, you paid better attention than I did. Il fait froid. Il fait froid. It's cold. I had it backwards. <laughs> uh, I can tell you what time it is, and I can ask for the check. Little things like that are yeah. all I remember from. Same. Enjoying French class. And then I remember going to France one time when I was younger and I was able to use it in motion. And then now I don't have any of those skills to flex. They've all gone away. But the French government is working to raise the official retirement age by two years, all to help tackle a pension funding deficit by requiring French citizens to work until 64 instead of 62 to qualify for a full pension. Of course, there's pushback and protest from citizens, but with so many Americans having 401ks and other retirement accounts, Greg, Kristen, are pension decisions something that even come up at the conference table that often? Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, and I was going to say, I, I believe France has a universal health system, don't they? Uh, I believe it is. Sure. I, I believe it's some kind of system that, that works off of employer-employee contributions to the universal system, and so... Oh, well, you know, costs are going up, so they've got to push that age higher because when you only have so much money coming in, mm -hmm. then you've got to make adjustments on the backside, right? So wait, a government is actually addressing that head on is one thing I will point out here. Yeah, yeah, well, attempting are. to. But I... <laughs> it's hurting people who have worked really hard their entire life, probably. Oh, for sure. And you think one thing and then you get something else. And I wouldn't at all be shocked if eventually here in the United States, we start to raise the age of which you can start to take social security. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really expect or make that to it, happen. Uh, income test. Yeah. So there's some like things that. there, but, but ultimately. Uh -oh. Talk gotta, about protest and rioting. That will. Oh, for sure. But 
you know, if you don't do it on the current retirees and you tell those 20 years from retirement, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? When you get there, it's going to be age 70 then they're going to have 20 years to ramp up for it, right? That's right. Now, with pensions in the U.S., of course, that's not a given. You know, there's many people that still call our office that have pension decisions to make. As a matter of fact, we just got a call the other day regarding a question about someone from a big company here just outside of Dublin that has some options to choose from because they're going to have the opportunity to retire early, but they're not quite to retirement age, what they were considering retirement age for themselves. But that amount for their pension is going to be reduced greatly if they wait and don't make that decision. So Hmm. they're having to weigh the pros and cons of leaving the company. Right. I didn't take the call, but I did hop on that call when they called and they called in kind of a panic because Hmm. it was going to be almost a $200,000 hit to their pension lump sum if they waited till after April 1st Mm -hmm. to take the lump sum, but they're only in their mid fifties and they're, and so I had a pretty good conversation with this person and ultimately they make around $140,000 a year now. And I said, look, if you want to reinvent yourself, you've got a couple of months, you could go looking for another job. If you find another job that you think will be fulfilling or you can get a good income, then why not? Mm-hmm. But I said, if you can't, I wouldn't give up my $140,000 a year job just to get a little higher pension lump sum because the monthly annuity wasn't going to change. Hmm. And the person was a little bit in shock, but I said, look, if I were in your shoes, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I believe you should do based on if I were in your shoes. So my advice was either secure another job or stay put. Yeah. Because I felt that's what was in this person's best interest. But there's so many that are listening today that have a pension decision. You have a decision to make about your job or a pension. And it's all about understanding what you're able to do. You know, we many times call it doing the math. But a retirement plan, if you're seriously thinking about taking a pension lump sum or leaving your company earlier or doing something, maybe you're being offered a buyout or any of those things. You need to make sure that you are all set and ready in each of the five areas of retirement planning. Okay. So you want to test your investments because many of you listening right now, you don't know how much risk you've gotten versus the return you've gotten. You don't know how efficient you are. You're not even sure in many cases what you're even invested in. Mm-hmm. So having that tested so you can find those things out and then see what it can compare to, that to me is worthwhile all in of itself to do a portfolio x-ray. But then if you're seriously thinking about retiring, solve for the income you need for lifestyle. Do the math. And once we figure out all the income sources you have and what you actually need to live the way you're used to living, then we find that gap and make sure you're able to fill that gap without taking on too much risk. So that's a big, big case there. And then make sure you have a tax strategy, a strategy long-term so that what the tax man does, because remember, taxes are coming. Mm -hmm. They are coming. We're in low tax rates right now, but and if you think, oh, it's always gonna be that way, then don't worry about it. But if you think like so many Americans that tax rates could potentially go up, then let's start talking about that potential tax bill that you could have to Uncle Sam. And in fact, you know, Kristen, we've had several people reach out just wondering what their retirement tax bill could be. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so easy just to go right on the website, test my retirement, to plug in your numbers and get an idea of what things look like. And then from there, we can schedule a Zoom call or an in-person meeting to go over what you're looking at and see how it fits into your overall plan and what it means for you in your retirement. But you know, Greg, I was going to also say so many people, I remember years ago when the economy was having the turnaround that was happening Mm -hmm. after the Great Recession. And you know, so many people in the tech industry called us and we had a great influx of clients from the tech industry. And, you know, the headlines all week this past week have mm-hmm. been, you know, this company's cut 6% of their workforce. Newell Brands, which, you know, handles all kinds of everyday brands we work with, cut 13%. Mm-hmm. And these are all companies that are right in our backyard people are working remotely from. So I encourage anyone that's wondering if that's a possibility that could happen to them, that they would call in and start the process rolling of seeing where they're at. If you're five to 10 years out from when you expected to retire and you work for a company right now, I think it's important. I think you owe it to yourself to do some of these things, do your due diligence, do your homework, and start understanding where you stand now so that if something unexpected happens in the near future, you're ready, you're prepared, and you're not panicked and you're not worried about what you're going to do for work, you're you're saying, okay, I've got this. I'm on a plan. This is where I'm at. This is what I need to make if I do get laid off. And this is what I need to search for for a new job. Or, hey, I'm going to be okay. I think I can go ahead and retire. So let's get that started so that you're not working in crisis mode. For sure. Because we don't want to have to do something. We want to be prepared mm-hmm. to do something. And what does a plan look like anyway? Well, it's a retirement investment plan. It's a retirement income plan. It's a retirement tax plan. To see what you might be facing with taxes, I do encourage you to go to testmyretirement.com. You can do it at the comfort of your own home. You can find out what your potential tax bill could be to Uncle Sam. If you saved well in an IRA or a 401k or any of those tax-deferred accounts, I think you owe it to yourself to go to testmyretirement.com and see what you might be facing. Then it's a retirement health care plan. It's a retirement estate plan. If your documents are 20 plus years old, your will or powers of attorney, or maybe you don't have any at all, then it's worth a call to make sure that everything is tied up. We don't want anything for you and your family to be slipping through the cracks. Connect now at winningretirementradio.com. Greg Taylor is an investment advisory representative of Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the state of Ohio. The firm only conducts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Legacy Advisory Network, LLC, and this station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product. The information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with the competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and the suitability of any investment ideas. Past performance is not guaranteed of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.